Welcome to Conversations Matter, a podcast that is dedicated to exploring biblical discussion, conversations centered around biblical principles and concepts. Whether those conversations are difficult or challenging, fun or encouraging, we understand and we value the conversation itself because we truly believe that conversations matter. Now let's get to the conversation. Welcome to Conversations Matter, a podcast that um, is dedicated to exploring biblical conversations um, and having those important conversations with friends and and people that um, are valuable in our lives and that can help bring insight into the Word of God. We we truly believe that conversations matter. They're important um, and that these conversations are centered around uh, our reading of the Scriptures. So for those that are part of New Life, thank you for listening again, those that um, aren't uh, maybe members of New Life, but you have chosen to join with us on this journey. We thank you for listening. We thank you for being a part of this podcast. So we ask you to subscribe, go to newlifepeople.net, find out more about the church, um, social media, Instagram, Facebook, all those things to get connected and see what God is doing at 6017 Airline Drive. And, um, and we'd love to meet you, hear from you, or see you. You can always email us at newlife at newlifepeople.net if you have any questions. So today's week five, um, and we are I'm excited uh, to have an incredible uh, woman of God, a great lady, um, is married to a, an average man. No, I'm just kidding. He's sitting in the room behind me. Um, but uh, great people, uh, lovers of God and lovers of the kingdom of God. But it is a privilege and an honor to have Missy Walston. She is our uh, children's uh, pastor, children's ministry leader, coordinator for New Life and does an amazing job keeping not only our children's ministry going, but all the things that we do organized and on time. And she is a valuable member of New Life and of the kingdom of God. Missy, good to have you. Thanks, Derek. It's great to be here and a privilege to be able to talk to you about the word of God this this morning. All right. We're going to have a good time. Yes. We're going to have fun. Um, Missy's got an enormous amount of insight um, this is a new thing for her. Uh, if you, if we had a video in here, you would see, uh, Kenny sitting in the background and you would see uh, Missy looking at me like I'm crazy when, she, when I say she has all this insight, but she does. Um, um, and I look forward to uh, hearing what, what stood out for her, um, in the reading. And we've had Missy just to, I, in fact, I had somebody today, um, we're recording this after church on a Sunday. I had someone come to me today and how much they're enjoying this podcast as it has been a um, uh, an addition or an add-on or a supplement to their uh, weekly uh, Bible reading. So um, we're going to pick up and, and come and turn it over to you for a little bit, but uh, we're we're picking up in around Exodus chapter 8, um, give or take, and and, and moving on through, I think, um, Exodus 17, something like that. And then we're also um, in Matthew chapter 19 uh, going into, I think, Matthew 23, if I'm not mistaken. So we're kind of covering this wide range of content. So, Missy, just right off the bat, as we start the conversation, um, just I'm going to give it uh, into your court. And what, what are some things that stood out to you in, in this week's reading? Well, I think for me, a couple of points that 
God gives very specific instructions. Yeah. He is not, um, he doesn't beat around the bush. Yeah. He is very doesn't direct. Leave a lot of gray. That's right. right. That's right. There is no guessing. And mm -hmm. if you don't get it, it's your own fault, yes. basically. <laughs> That's right. um, and that disobedience has a price. Wow. If wow. you disobey, there's a price to pay. Yeah. And not only is that disobedience on you, but it impacts everyone Family, around you. People, yeah. So those are two things in the scriptures that we talked about with Exodus. Um, Very specific, right? Yes. Like, <clears throat> he, he, didn't, he didn't just give them, uh, you know, vague, <laughs> vague instructions or vague uh uh, decisions. It was uh, very straightforward. Um, and I love that about the Lord because, you know, the Bible says, if you will seek him, you'll what? Find him. You'll find him. It's not, you know, God, I, a lot of times people, they make God out to be like this. He's such a mystery, you know, but his word is, is our roadmap, right? When you get on, right. I'm, I'm sure you, you travel, unfortunately, you travel all over the place. Um, and as you're traveling to different uh, uh, places and locations, you probably get on your phone and you probably go to Google or Apple Maps or whatever platform you use and you put in an address and it gives you specific directions. Yes. Right. It, it doesn't like, mm -hmm. you know, the Apple Maps doesn't come up on and say, all right, you're going to go about half a mile and make a random right, right. on it. it. No, it tells you you're going to go 0.7 miles. You can make a right on George Street. And you're going to go down, yes. you know, it's very, because why you can't, this is good. This is not in my notes, but you can't get to your destination without specific instructions. That's You'll right. be wondering. And I love that about right in the scriptures. God is very direct and he doesn't make you guess. That's right. And I think for me with the type of personality that I have, that structure <laughs> and those specific instructions are so important because I don't like to have to guess, yeah. you know, what, what is the next step? Where do I go from here? Or what do I do with this? I want to know. Yeah. I read the instructions when we put something together, I read the instructions <laughs> verbatim. Absolutely. Ask Kenny, <laughs> you know, um, some people just look at it and okay, I'm gonna figure this out and that's fine. Yeah. But I, when I read God's word and I get those specifics, it just helps me, you know, on my journey. <clears throat> yeah get to your destination that's right and and i'm the same way you know y'all heard me joke about you know me and leisha trying leisha trying to uh, tell me how to cook something and she's saying a pinch of this and a dash of that and and I, i'm like i don't understand i need a, a definable understanding of what pinch means and dash because i need those specifics and i just find it interesting and i love the fact that god is very specific and so for you that are listening um if you want to know him, you can know him. That's right. You don't. You, if you want to know um, how to live, how to respond, um, if you want to know what it means to follow after him, he gives specific directions. I mean, the whole Old Testament really is. Mm -hmm. If you'll love me and serve me and trust me, then guess what? I'll do all the other things. And I think y'all have heard me saying Deuteronomy right. twenty nine twenty nine. Moses told him to do the revealed and God would do the hidden. So the idea is if you can handle just being obedient to what he reveals through his word, then he'll take the hidden and he gives you specifics. You know, you want to, 
You want to be an overcomer? Worship, praise, read your Bible, love the Lord, trust the Lord, give, all those things, right. and God's going to make a way. And the second thing you said, though, which I love, um, I don't love it, but I love the, 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 um, how it was brought out, and that is the impact of disobedience. Right. And I don't know about maybe in your life you have any without being, you know, without taking very personal examples, but I'm sure you have examples in your life where um, you maybe disobeyed and how that ripple effect impacted. And I know yes. for me, for me personally, I've had those moments where um, I didn't obey. I didn't follow the specific directions that right. were given. Um, and it, it maybe led me to a, a negative place. And I'm sure you've had stuff like that. Absolutely. I think we all do. You know, even something as, you know, a job decision. You know, you make a job decision to go in one direction without seeking God's will. Yeah. And it really winds up in a bad place. But when you seek his will, he opens that door. You walk in. No matter what transpires, yeah. you know, whether there's lots of struggles or disappointments in that particular area, he opened that door, you obeyed his will, he's going to make a way yeah. in whatever situation. But when you don't <laughs> obey, it's a different yeah. story, and it well, can be negative. Yeah, and I like, I love, and we deal with that as we've, as as a family, as we've made decisions and in, in an attempt to follow the voice of God, you know, there are times that you, um, like I've made a decision and my family, we this is what we feel the Lord is saying or this is what our pastor is telling us or we're trying to be obedient and do the right thing and we walk through that door and then find ourselves in chaos. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have to go back to be like, okay, we're not doing anything out of selfish ambition or pride or desire. Right. We're following whether it was the voice of a, of a, of a pastor that we have submitted to um, uh, or, or, or God specifically given us directions and we walk into a situation and it's maybe not what we anticipate. We have to trust right? that, you know, just as much as disobedience can lead to chaos, obedience leads to blessing. That's right. And so I'm sure you've been there before where you've been in situations where you obeyed and you, and you did it out the right motives and the intent and the heart was correct. And you find yourself in chaos. Yes. <laughs> absolutely you're probably there now maybe <laughs> and so you're kind of like oh my you know what do i do and what's the what what's going on and i've had these conversations in my own family like i don't get it and and one thing leisha always tells me and she's been so great about this and she's like we are being obedient to god and everything else is out of our control like I'm just following God. So true. Yeah. And we have to trust that. Mm -hmm. But then I also, the flip side of that, which we've all been there, where we make the wrong decision, we're disobedient. There's a ripple effect. The Jeep, it send us, we, we were trying to get to um, uh, Clancy's to go eat, right? We we're trying <laughs> to get to Clancy's to go eat. And we made some bad decisions and next thing you know, we're nowhere near the restaurant and we're in the wrong part of town and life is falling apart. But what I love about God is he's got, you know, that, that 
GPS, God's provisioning system or whatever. <laughs> All of a sudden there's that you hear it yes. in the spirit recalculating, mm-hmm. right? You've heard it on right. your car recalculating and all of a sudden it recalculates and gives you a new direction. And I love that about God mm-hmm. because even when we are disobedient and we deal with the ripple effects of our actions and consequences and reactions and all those things, he's always recalculating our steps for our good. Right. Right. That's right. So like we took a left, we were supposed to go right. And, and we're like, God, I'm so sorry. I dropped the ball on this one. And he's like, okay, let's hold on. Recalculate. Mm-hmm. And you'll make a right up here on this one and, and then we'll get you back on path and ultimately to the right destination, right? We'll ultimately right. get there. And, um, and that's how he works. And I love that about him. And I think, you know, we can tie that back to Pharaoh's decision to disobey over and over, over and over. And the last act of disobedience cost him his son's life. Wow. You know, and not only his son, but yeah. others, yeah. all around him. So that one decision that ripple he continued effect. to make, it was a ripple effect. Yeah. And I think it's something that we have to, even though God is always uh, willing to adjust our trajectory and he never gives up on us, um, there, are a- there are consequences to our actions. Yes. And we live in a world that doesn't want that. Right. And I don't want to get political, but we live in a world that basically wants to do whatever they want to do. And there is no consequences. So Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to I want to do what I want to do. And um, if I have, you know, if I have a child, I don't want that child. I want to get rid. I want to be able to get rid of it. I just want to do whatever I want to do in any form of life and just, you know, have no consequences. But the reality is that's not how life works. Um, and and there are consequences and Pharaoh dealt with that. You know, he had to deal with the repeated call of God to be obedient and then his refusal. And so for those that are listening, I know that's, that's deep. Um, but I, I encourage you, if God is calling you to take a step or if God is convicting you of a lifestyle or God is nudging at you to make decisions and choices that are more in alignment with his word please don't disregard the call of god right to let go let my people go let it go and and see what god can do amen yes amen what else stood out to you i know i know that was exodus but anything else that you read this week and either exodus or matthew that really just grabbed your attention um in in matthew it it also that obedience carried over a lot that common theme there um in both all of those scriptures but it talks about you know the rich young ruler and his willingness to do all the things that all the religious yes yes all the the stuff stuff. and but when it came down to what was really important to him he wasn't able to do that and that that's something we all have to think about, you know, when God is speaking into our lives about certain things and, you know, we're praying, we're fasting, we're doing yeah. all the religious stuff and we're still not getting an answer or we feel like we're not getting an answer when we probably are getting direction. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're just not wanting to hear what that direction we is. We don't like where the direction right. is. Right. <laughs> He's asking us for something maybe 
we're not wanting to truly give up deep down yeah. inside. I, I think that that is, and I, we talked about this beforehand, but with Matthew chapter 19, the story of the rich young ruler, it's so convicting to me because it, it kind of ties in the same New Testament scripture where, where it talks about, you know, you'll, 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 you'll say I did this in your name and I did this in your name and, and the response will be, I didn't know you. Like, there's, there seems to be, according, and, it, and even in the way Jesus responded to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, there seems to be this, this path that we can take where we can become religious and get good at all those things, all those religious things, mm-hmm. those, those uh, processes of, of, you know, doing to the outside world what looks religious, but I guess our heart, you know, the Bible talks right. about with their lips, they're close, but with their heart, they're far from me. Like, the, you know, we talk and it's so convicting because he, he did. He did all the right things according to the religious mm-hmm. terminology. But there was something missing. He, there was something he wouldn't let go. Like he couldn't. Right. It's like it's the old saying, actions speak louder yeah. than words. Yeah. You know, those actions, the one action he wasn't willing to take. Yeah. Although he spoke all the right words. All the right words. And I think it, I, I think what the heart, what the root of this story is, why it's in there is what are your motives? Like what, what is possessing you? And I, I told you about this. Like I, I, he, he was so possessed by his possessions mm-hmm. that when God said, give me those things. And I, God may ask, God may ask Missy something to give something totally different than the rich young ruler. Cause you know, I'm not rich. So he's not going to ask me to give him all my wealth. Cause that would be an, an easy transaction, but he may ask me for something else. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you that are listening, he may ask the question is not, it's not so much about the what it was the motive on why he said no. Like right. his actions were, were just yelling that his heart was not in it. And we read later on in the same reading this week where they asked the Lord, what's the greatest commandment, right? What's the greatest command? And his response is to love the Lord, your God with all your heart and soul and mind. Like you gotta. And so that, that rich young ruler he loved the religious aspect of life or, or the things he could do, but his heart. And I think that to me is the point of that story is to get people to realize that whatever God is asking you to do. And if there's, I tell my kids this all the time. I'm like, if God asks you to do something and you won't do it, then that, whatever that is, that's an issue. Yes. Does that make sense? Like, yep, like absolutely. if the Lord told me, if, if the Lord said, don't drink coffee mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I can't live without coffee. Well, then coffee is an issue. That's right. And, and that's it's simple. It's coffee. Like, what does it matter? What's well, not? It's not coffee. That's the issue. It's it's it's, it's possessed. me. Right. You've got a, a greater love for it than him. you do the Lord. And and he says that. And I know it's so and we re- we talked about this last week. It's so hard to be, to not believe it, but to just process it when he says you can't love your mother or father more than me and we're like well hold on family's like the greatest mm-hmm. and i love my mom and dad and i love my kids and 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 god's like you can't love any of that more than me and our human flesh is like we we, we fight that 
And it's not that God doesn't want you to love your family. That's not the issue. The issue is everything works better when you love him first. And it also, it proves your faith too, when you put him first in everything, because without that faith that you have in him, it doesn't, I guess your walk doesn't continue to grow. Yeah. It, it kind of gets stagnant. Yeah. And it's, well, running water, water that's not running and moving becomes stagnant, nasty, stale, gross. Like if you get a pond or a, mm-hmm. a, and it just sits there, flies, mosquitoes, it becomes a, a, a disease ridden, um, not productive place when water just sits. But the Bible says that out of our bellies, rivers of living water Mm -hmm. and that's that when we have that faith in God and that walk with God and that and where God is the center of it all there's that constant flowing of his spirit out of us and it's making everything around us better Mm -hmm. like it's making my family better it's making me a better husband a better father a better preacher a better friend it's making me a better employee because it's all flowing right and and I think that's what he's getting at like yeah you've got all this stuff friend but it's possessed you to the point that it's causing you to lack faith and it's causing you to have a full commitment and that possession is going to cause you to miss out on right God. and I, I just think that is one of the uh, most challenging scriptures is Matthew chapter 19 the rich young ruler what were some other things that that as we're already the conversations go really fast and are really good and we're already at 20 something minutes so we're doing good but okay. uh, what are what are some other things that just stood out to you um, I think one point too that God's sovereignty is not only over nature per se, okay. but it's over everything, all of our, all human affairs, all life itself. Yeah. And when I was reading and it kind of goes back into Exodus a little bit, but too applying into Matthew that if he is not lord of your life mm-hmm. then he's not lord at all yeah. and that's kind of where i landed when i finished reading all of that i'm like okay god you have to be number one first priority in every thing yeah. that i do every place that i go every decision that i make yeah. and if i can do that and continue to do that then you are the lord of my life and sometimes it's uncomfortable yeah. in those not places a lot you know um because it's maybe not a place you want to be yeah. or it, that's not the decision you want to make because the other way would have been easier and, and much more comfortable to your flesh. Yeah. Right. Right. But he has to be, I love that. I love that. He has to be Lord. You know, if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. That's right. 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 And, and as you do read Exodus um, and you, you kind of look at um, Matthew, it's this call to his sovereignty. It's mm-hmm. not just over nature, which I love that. It's not just that he's sovereign over the waters and the winds and the seas and the trees, but he's sovereign over my life. Yep. I think we struggle, and I, you've heard me say this, but I think we struggle with this whole idea of sovereignty, God's sovereignty. Not that we don't believe that he's sovereign. I think most Christians, and I would venture to say, you know, all apostolic, spirit-filled people understand the sovereignty of God. I think where we in America we struggle is because of our American 
ideals, meaning America is founded as a nation in resistance to authoritarianism. Mm -hmm. We resist kingships. That's how America became a country. We did not want a king telling us what to do as a country, so we resisted, we rebelled, we revolted, and we created the opposite of kingship. We created democracy where, um, you know, people like Washington, who could, was offered to be king, but they were so against mm -hmm. kingships, uh, they created this idea of presidencies and, and terms and and I think that's a part of our American culture is that. And so all of a sudden, when we start digging deep into the word of God and God's like, I'm sovereign, like over everything, everything, that's right. every aspect of your life, every, every part of your existence, I'm the king. And, the, and Revelation says he's the king of kings. Right. And so I think we struggle with that because there's this call to kingship. And we live in, an, in, a, in a country that resists kingship and wants, you know, democracy. And in the spirit, spirit realm, there is no democracy. Right. I don't get to call up God and be like, hey, let's vote on this. Yeah. You know, we're going to bring this before, <laughs> you know, me and Kenny's got a decision to make. We're going to bring this before Kenny's the house and Missy's <laughs> the Senate and, and Jesus, you know, is the president. And we're going to have a, a powwow. It doesn't work that way. That's right. He, he's God. We are servants of the Most High. And I think that's the challenge and the call. And so um, I challenge you that are listening. I challenge myself. I challenge Missy uh, to let God be God, of the Lord of all, everything, all of your hurts, all of your pains, all of your worries. Um, all of your frustrations, all of your future plans, all of your hopes and dreams, submit to his kingship. Let him be the Lord of your life and, and trust that he is good. That's right. Amen. So everything that happens, he's a good father. He's a good king. It's, it's when I try to be king of my own life, I mess it up. And so I love that about sovereignty. Anything else that you that stood out to you, or was that the main points? Those were the main. Yeah, points. I, I just I, we'll settle on that and end on that, Missy, because I think that's just a really good way to end. Um, and that is, we got to let God be King, Lord. So I, I pray that those that are listening um, will do that. And I don't know what that looks like, Missy. You may I don't know how it looks in your life, but I'm assuming it looks like faith. Right? That's it. Faith and trust in the Lord. Yeah. Like when you don't know what to do, you just do what you know. That's right. And you trust who you know. And I know him. And I know, as you've heard me saying, we've read a thousand times, but that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. Yes, it does. So I encourage you today as you're listening. I encourage you as you're uh, driving or, or processing this podcast. Let God be God. Let him be the sovereign Lord of your life, not parts of your life. But if he's going to be Lord, if he's Lord at all, he's got to be Lord of all. So let him be Lord, Lord of your time, talent, treasures, Lord of your finances, Lord of your personality, Lord of your past, Lord of your present, Lord of your future. He's God. All right. 
So can we do that? I think we can. Missy, it was good to have you. You did so good. Mm -hmm. I know this was challenge different for us, but thank yeah. you for being here. Did you have fun? I did. did? Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll do it again. Yes. And so thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for taking some time out of your schedule and day to be here and to choose to take some time with us. And again, as we've said plenty of times, um, we believe that conversations matter all of them, the good, the challenging, the encouraging, we believe it. So this conversation has a purpose and a value because it matters. Thank you again for listening. We encourage you to come to 6017 Airline Drive and, and visit the church, newlifepeople.net. If you can't, if that's too far, you're in a different location, um, we encourage you to go to upci.org and find a local apostolic church that preaches truth. Once again, Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. And we value the conversation because we believe conversations matter.